Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs, to the podcast. I've got a little boy here who's sleeping in my arms. I'm pretty sure he's doing a sleep poo. You want a sleep poo? I think he's doing a sleep poo. We're talking about George Crab today. I think the sleep poo might be waking him up. <laughs> hey, cutie. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep pooing. Talking about George Crab. George Crab. Crab worked as a clergyman, says Swim, in Leicestershire and Suffolk, and was a long-time opium user. Awesome. Byron and romantic poets admired his poetry, as did, as did Jane Austen. He eschewed idealised visions of pastoral life and betrayed the hardships of rural poverty and included realistic descriptions of characters. He's best known for his early use of the re- realistic narrative form, i.e. moving from static description and portrait towards narrative to something that approached a group of linked short stories in verse. Cool, like Dublin-esque, Dubliners-esque, but in um, verse, something along those lines. Sounds like a cool dude. Um, Opium user, good for you. I mean, obviously, doing opiates is bad, but also, there's a weird coincidence, let's call it, that so many artists that I admire over the years have been opium, opiate users of one type or another. It seems to be, it's like the the genius artist's drug of choice. Um, and it also usually led to them dying, so, you know, <laughs> swings and roundabouts, I guess. Um... Who's today's poet is the question. William Blake, 1757 to 1827. It's called To the Muses. Whether on Ida's shady brow or in the chambers of the east, the chambers of the sun that now from ancient malady have ceased, whether in heaven, yea, wander fair, or the green corners of the earth, or the blue regions of the air, where the melodious winds have birth. Whether on crystal rocks ye rove, beneath the bosom of the sea, wandering in many a coral grove, fair nine forsaking poetry, how have you left the ancient love that bards of old enjoyed in you? The languid strings do scarcely move, the sound is forced, the notes are few. This one's called To Spring. O thou with dewy locks who lookst down, through the clear windows of the morning turn thine angel eyes upon our western isle. Which in full choir hails thy approach, O spring. The hills tell one another, and the listening valleys hear. All our longing eyes are turned. Up to thy bright pavilions issue forth, and let thy holy feet visit our climb. Come over the eastern hills, and let our winds kiss thy perfumed garments. Let us taste thy morn, and evening breath scatter thy pearls upon our lovesick land that mourns thee for thee. O Decker, her forth with thy fair fingers, pour thy soft kisses on her bosom, and put thy golden crown upon her languished head, whose modest tresses are bound up for thee. This one's called Song. My silks and fine array, my smiles and languid air, by love are driven away, and mournful lean despair brings me you to deck my grave, such end true lovers have. His face is fair as heaven when springing buds unfold. O oh, why to him wasn't given 
whose heart is wintry cold, his breast is love's all-worshipped tomb, where all love's pilgrims come. Bring me an axe and spade, bring me a winding sheet, when I grave have made. Let winds and tempests beat, then down I'll lie, as cold as clay, true love doth pass away. Reeds of Innocence Piping down the valleys wild, piping songs of pleasant glee, on a cloud I saw a child, and he, laughing, said to me, Pipe a song about a lamb. So I piped with merry cheer. Piper, pipe that song again. So I piped, he wept to hear. Drop thy pipe, thy happy pipe, sing thy songs of happy cheer. So I sung them again, the same again, while he wept with joy to hear. Piper, sit thee down and write in a book that all may read. So he vanished from my sight, and I plucked a hollow reed. And I made a rural pen, and I stained the watery clear, and I wrote my happy songs, every child may joy to hear. This one's called The Little Black Boy. My mother bore me in the southern wild, and I am black, but oh, my soul is white. White as an angel is the English child, but I am black, as if bereaved of light. My mother taught me underneath a tree, and sitting down before the heat of day, she took me on her lap and kissed me, and pointing to the east, began to say, Look at the rising sun, there God does live, and give his light, and give his heat away. And flowers and trees and beasts and men receive comfort in morning, joy in the noonday. And we are put on earth a little space, that we may learn to bear the beams of love. And these black bodies and this sunburnt face and are but a cloud and like a shady grove. For when our souls have learned the heat to bear... The cloud will vanish, we shall hear his voice saying, Come out from the grove, my love and care, and round my golden tent like lambs rejoice. Thus did my mother say and kissed me, and thus I say to the little English boy, When I from black and he from white cloud free, and round the tent of God like lambs we joy, I'll shade him from the heat till he can bear, to lean in joy upon our father's knee, and then I'll stand and stroke his silver hair and be like him, and he will love me. And, uh, well, we got a few more. Damn, this guy wrote a lot of poems. This one's called Hear the Voice. Hear the voice of the bard who present, past, and future sees, whose ears have heard the holy word that walked among their ancient trees, calling the lapsed soul and weeping in the evening dew that might control the starry pole and fall and fall in light and renew. O earth, O earth, return, arise from out the dewy grass. Night is worn, and the morn rises from the slumbrous mass. Turn away no more, why wilt thou turn away? The starry floor, the watery shore, is given thee till the break of day. The Tiger Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire, and the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart, and when thy heart began to beat? What dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp, dare it deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright, in the forest of the night, what immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? 
Okay. I'll have to pause for a second. Be right back. Okay, I am back. Um, two more poems. Three more poems. This one's called Cradle Song. Sleep, sleep, beauty bright, dreaming in the joys of night. Sleep, sleep, in thy sleep, little sorrows sit and weep. Sweet babe, in thy face, soft as eyes I can trace. Secret joys and secret smiles, little pretty infant wiles. As thy softest limbs I feel, smiles as of the morning steal over thy cheek and over thy breast, where thy little heart doth rest, over oh, the cunning wiles that creep in thy little heart asleep. When thy little heart doth wake, then the dreadful night shall break. Fittingly, the next song is called Night. The sun descending in the west, the evening star does shine, the birds are silent in their nest, and I must seek for mine, the moon, like a flower in heaven's high bower whose silent delight sits and smiles on the night farewell green fields and happy grove where flocks have took delight where lambs have nibbled silent move and the feet of angels bright unseen thy poor blessing and joy without ceasing on each bud and blossom on each sleeping bosom they look in every thoughtless nest where birds are covered warm they visit caves of every beast to keep them all from harm. If they see any weeping that should have been sleeping, they pour sleep on their head and sit down by their bed. When wolves and tigers howl for prey, they pitying stand and weep, seeking to drive their thirst away and keep them from the sheep. But if they rush dreadful, the angels most heedful receive each mild spirit, new worlds to inherit, and there the lion's ruddy eyes shall flow with tears of gold, and pitying the tender cries, and walking round the fold, saying wrath by his meekness, and by his health, sickness, and driven away from our immortal day. And now beside thee, bleating lamb, I can lie down and sleep, or think on him who bore thy name, graze after thee and weep, for washed in life's river, my bright mane forever shall shine like the gold as I guard over the fold. Love's Secret Never seek to tell thy love, love that never told can be, for the gentle wind doth move silently, invisibly, I told my love, I told my love, I told her all my heart, trembling cold in ghastly fears, ah, she did depart. Soon after she was gone from me, a traveller came by, silently, invisibly, he took her with a sigh. That's our poems today, William Blake, quite prolific. Thanks for listening, folks, I'll see you tomorrow.